All right. Welcome to another episode of Product Thinking. I am Kyle Evans. This week, we are talking about Elon, Twitter, and Blue Checks, a product feature critique, watching a real-time fiasco on Twitter. So to create an excellent product or product feature, two things are critical, an understanding of your users and an understanding of the actual problem. Without these elements, you will miss the mark most of the time. Of course, you can get lucky sometimes and create a good product or feature without understanding why or how it happens, but it's poor form to rely solely on luck. We all need a fair amount of luck. That's a given, but we need to couple that with a good understanding and good process for making the right decisions. So let's talk about Elon and Twitter. Elon Musk has been putting on a masterclass so far at Twitter and on Twitter, frankly, in everything not to do at a company, in my opinion, from massive layoffs to knee-jerk policy changes to spaghetti-at-the-wall product ideas. And I put some links in this week's newsletter to some things that have been happening there uh, from the massive layoffs to uh, with the staff and contractors to knee-jerk policy changes like uh, not being able to work at home real time for some employees. So sending out the email while people are in fact uh, starting their work days, letting them know that they cannot be working from home at that very moment to spaghetti at the wall product ideas, which we will talk a little bit more about in just a moment. Uh, And of course, you can find all of those links in the newsletter at productthinking.cc. So definitely check that out. And the link, of course, in the show notes. You know, I am no fan of Elon. How anyone can watch this sort of chaos and still defend him is amazing to me. But fanboys gonna fanboy, and you will find no shortage of those fanboys on Twitter, of course, among many other places. Uh, it's incredible. But I am a fan of Twitter, despite all of its problems. It is a place for the latest breaking information. It's a place to find some of the funniest, most sarcastic minds on the internet. And it's a place for memes and trends and conversation if you're in the right places. And Frankly, I was intrigued at the prospect of someone like Elon taking it over before he vastly overpaid for it. But the need to make massive change quickly in order to make a profit, coupled with his general overconfidence and lack of understanding, make for a dangerous, dangerous combination. Despite being a Twitter user, I'm not convinced at this moment that Elon even understands what Twitter is. Uh, A tweet from him uh, recently, uh, I'll quote him saying, I like both you and Mike. This is him uh, responding to John Legere, the former uh, CEO of T-Mobile, who offered to actually take over running Twitter uh, to take it off of Elon's hands uh, so that Elon could go back to just owning it. Uh, So this was his response. It's just that Twitter at its core is a software and servers company. The technology needs to evolve rapidly, which requires a technologist. Um, so that is his response. Twitter is a, a software and servers company and apparently, I guess, nothing else. 
So let's set that aside for a moment, though, and zoom in on one specific area of the recent fiasco, the blue check mark. So blue check marks have been a coveted and contentious part of Twitter for years. They both imbue the recipient with an air of notoriety and stand almost as an endorsement on Twitter. So let's talk a little bit about what we were just referring to, the, the key parts of launching a successful product or product feature. First off, understanding the problem. Despite how you feel about, about blue check marks, they solved an important problem, identifying who is the authentic account on Twitter. It's easy for anyone to create fake accounts or parody accounts on Twitter. That could be a problem, but it's also an interesting feature. Fake accounts, meme accounts, or parody accounts are a problem if you don't have a good way to identify the real or official account. But blue check marks solve that problem efficiently. You can easily see if the account is, in fact, the official account of a celebrity or a writer or a brand based on that check mark, meaning that Twitter has done the work to verify that they say the person, the account holder, they, that they are who they say they are, and you can trust it. It is a good solution to a very real problem. So that's the first part, understanding the actual problem. Uh, second, understanding the users. The other key component to our story is understanding the users of Twitter. Twitter is not a large social network or platform relative to other social media platforms. In fact, it's one of the smallest ones and not growing particularly fast. And I include a, uh, a, a chart in this week's newsletter showing the size of a number of selected uh, social networks, which uh, shows that Facebook, <clears throat> of course, is the largest as of June 2022 with uh, a, a sizable sizable uh, chunk of users, uh, 2.6 billion. Uh, next uh, after that is TikTok with 1.7 billion. And then uh, Instagram with 1.2, uh, WeChat with 1.1, and then moving down. And, and we get to Twitter with just under 400 million users. Uh, and that's projected, you know, based on uh, this chart to stay relatively flat. And you know, reading some of the statistics uh, after you know some of the, the things that have changed, uh, you know, this was in June 2022 that the, this chart was uh, put together. And it sounds and seems like there was uh, quite uh, a change in the number of users more recently. So you know that number could vary significantly. So uh, the the users on Twitter, though, are some of the most sarcastically creative. Few other social media platforms will take a feature or a meme or an event and quickly spread it or massively turn it against its original purpose, like Twitter users will. Uh, you know, Twitter mobs will bring out the best and worst in people, uh, and it happens rapidly because of the nature of the platform and the nature of the users especially the most active users, information spreads rapidly, memes spread rapidly, and sarcasm spreads rapidly. So this is the, the nature of the users of Twitter. 
So blowing it all up. For those not paying attention, as Elon took over Twitter, he quickly changed the context of the blue check mark. He allowed anyone to buy it for $8 per month as part of a sus- subscription. So who could have seen all of this coming? It's almost as if Elon hasn't ever been on Twitter. I don't know if there is a group of users who could take something and mis- misuse it more quickly than Twitter users. Twitter has been working on an edit feature for ages, for example. Editing has a lot of complexities. I linked to an article that talks about uh, this in another context. And anyone who works in technology understands that, that editing something that's already gone out has a lot of ramifications. But they've been thoughtfully working through those complexities for a long time in order to create an experience that preserves the overall Twitter experience and minimizes the way users can essentially prank each other with it. Part of that is too bad, frankly, because I was really looking forward to the many ways Twitter users would edit tweets after the fact to make it look like everyone likes to eat hot garbage or even worse. But thoughtfully working through those issues comes from understanding your users and understanding the problem you're solving. When you don't understand your users, like if you're a new owner of Twitter, for example, and you don't understand the problem a feature is solving, like what the blue check mark addressed, then you make terrible mistakes. And that's exactly what happened. Elon, of course, ordered Twitter teams to make the blue check mark available for sale, and the most foreseeable fiasco ensued. Uh, quoting from somebody who Uh, tweeted this out, Uh, Mr. Rat. uh, Twitter Blue is going about as well as everyone predicted, and it's an amazing spectacle to watch, like a train crash filled with glitter. Uh, As as, uh, many parody accounts were created, who then purchased blue check marks, so they looked like actual official accounts. And this is uh, seemingly the official account of George W. Bush. I miss killing Iraqis. <laughs> and then Tony Blair, uh, uh, quote tweeting that, same, to be honest. Uh, so uh, parody accounts flooded Twitter with verified blue check marks and wreaked havoc on the platform for a, about a day before the whole thing got shut down. It included everything from former world leaders like George W. Bush and Tony Blair, tweeting about how they missed killing people, to pictures of Mario from Nintendo flipping the bird to everyone, uh, to uh, tanking stocks of massive multinational companies like Eli Lilly, uh, which a parody account tweeted out, we're excited to announce insulin is free now, (laughs) which uh, sent their stock price uh, tumbling, losing uh, billions of dollars in, uh, in market share which is just, it's amazing to me. Um, So the saga of Twitter continues even right now. Uh, We obviously have not seen the end of this and it will continue for some time. As most of the company gets purged, uh, I hope there will still be enough people left there to keep the lights on and to keep the snark coming. Uh, But it has been a case study for launching launching new features. There is, of course, no problem with experimenting and launching quickly in the right context. Most of us in product development will agree with that. But if you you have to understand your users and understand the problem you are solving, selling a blue check 
and was a fiasco because it didn't take the time to understand the users, both how users would abuse it and how advertisers would react to that abuse. And it didn't understand the problem the blue check was solving, namely identifying official accounts. Um, you know, I've been in similar situations before where new owners, owners would come in, want rapid change and new features and big splashes. Fortunately for us, we were able to take some time to analyze their wish lists and present data back to them, showing them why it made little sense and what we should do instead. And they were smart enough in this case to, to listen to us. Uh, those of us who were close to the users, close to the product and who actually understood the problems. So I, I deeply sympathize with the Twitter employees because Elon doesn't strike me as the person who would listen to anyone, no matter how compelling their understanding of the problem or no matter how compelling the data they present back. And we've actually seen that happen uh, in real time where engineers uh, uh, actually uh, respond back to some of the misinformation that Elon is putting out on Twitter. And then uh, get summarily fired for it uh, subsequently. So it has been an amazing thing to watch in real time. It is very bad for Twitter, but good for us to watch and learn. So that is it for this week as we discuss Elon Twitter and Blue Checks, a product feature cr critique that we will continue to watch and learn from. If you like this, don't forget to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, don't forget to also head over and subscribe to the newsletter, which comes out every week um, at productthinking.cc. We have a free version and a paid version if you want to support this podcast or the newsletter. Uh, definitely consider upgrading to that paid version, and I will be very grateful for that and you can support the work that I'm doing. Uh, don't forget to follow us on social media, uh, at on Twitter, at Product Thinking, just one T in the middle there, uh, as long as Twitter is up and running. That's the place where we like to be. And me, at Kyle Larry Evans. Hopefully I will stick around there as well. Uh, I enjoy it, and hopefully they can keep the lights on. So until next time, keep questioning all those assumptions, and we will talk to you again.